What's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show, Aftershocks TV, and Heavy Metal Television. And I am now on Cameo. That's right. If you need a message sent to somebody, maybe it's happy birthday. Maybe it's get out of here. Hit the street. You're fired. I don't care what it is. Firing a girlfriend, firing a boyfriend, firing an employee, wishing them well. Whatever it is, I'm on Cameo. I'm here to deliver the message. I'll do it in my unique way so you can imagine it'll have some profanity in it and it'll be a little bit filthy but that's okay because that's probably what you guys want from me anyway so check me out cameo.com slash chris aiken again cameo.com slash chris aiken book me and i will deliver whatever message it is that you need delivered and it's cheap so go do it all right later show right here on the classic metal show.com kicking off the show tonight we heard alda nova with monkey on your back and then from the psycho cafe release we heard bang tango with love injection and uh the guy to give the show a little bit of love injection is our good friend and partner chris aiken what's going on there chris what is up chief how are we well, we're back back ready to go again sure these weeks have been just flying by man i'm telling you what we're already almost a quarter of the year done already i know it's great i mean (laughs) (laughs) get another one in the books one step closer to the grave is that really how you look at it that is it truly is yeah is that is that something you think about is that like a conscious thought in your head or is all the time really oh yeah so, so what is your, what is your thought? I mean, is that like something that you think about daily or if it just kind of crops up periodically or what? Oh no, it's pretty much all the time. I'm always thinking about, well, I got to make sure this day is good. Cause it's probably the last one. That's, that's honestly how I go into every day is I go into every day thinking not only could it be the last one, but it probably is really. Wow. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And how long have you been, uh, had that mindset? Uh, well, I start remembering things when I was about four. So <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, probably since I got smoked. So it's been what? 30 20, years. Yeah. Roughly. Yes. Yeah, it's 94. Yeah, yeah. Almost 30 years, 28 years. Yeah. I think when you go through something like that, dude, it just fucking paints a different picture of life, man. It yeah, doesn't well, You realize how fragile life is. Yeah. And you realize that you better fucking kick ass for the minute that you're here right now. Cause dude, three minutes from now, you might be looking at an empty screen while I lay on the floor dead here. I mean, you don't know. So, so so what do you, what do you anticipate your demise to be? Heart attack. You think you, do you have heart issues? No, but I'm well, sort of, I mean, I got a singed heart from the fucking burn accident, but I know, but, but I mean, obviously you were checked out when you had the COVID. Yeah. Did, did, did they detect that? Well, you, you have heart issues, like you have heart disease no. or anything like that. No, but I'm 400 fucking pounds. What do you well, think I, I'm going to die of fucking under eating? Well, <laughs> it's usually not the weight that, that does a person in it's, it's the clogged arteries and things. Do you have yeah. clogged arteries? Don't think so, but don't know. I mean, I don't have, like, I know, I know I was surprised when I had COVID and they did the 9,000 blood tests that. All the things that I thought would be horrible, like I thought for sure, 
they were going to come to me and say, well, you've got diabetes and you've got fucking, um, uh, you know, sky high blood pressure and you've got, you know, everything bad, high blood sugar, you know, all the different things, dude, everything was fucking normal, normal cholesterol, low end cholesterol, low end cholesterol, no diabetes, no, no pre-diabetes, no nothing. It was all mm -hmm. fucking you know, moderately high blood pressure, which I guess you could expect when you're choking to death and fucking. Yeah, well, yeah, when you're in a stressful situation and being in a hospital and yeah. around, you know, strange surroundings and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your blood, my blood pressure just goes through the roof if I have to go to a doctor or something mm -hmm. like that. But if you know, at home and stuff, it's it's normal. Yeah, I mean, my blood pressure, even when I was in the hospital, my blood pressure cruised around like one thirty by eighty. Little high, not terribly high, not crazy oh, that's, high. That's average. Yeah, I mean, what? Well, it's high for me. I am a. I have been as long as I can remember, 120 over 70. The the high end of normal on blood pressure is 140 over 90. That, that's like that. Yeah, I wasn't that, that high. That's that's the acceptable. You know, it's it's high, but that's like the that's like the peak of the high end yeah. of normal. Yeah, I wasn't. I was not that high. I was like, like I said, I was like one thirty over eighty was pretty much where I, where I hung out at while I was coviding. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, dude. I, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a fucking heart attack or some shit. <laughs> you know, is what it is. What What are you going to do? Worry about it? Well, no. Well, that's well, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Is it's it's interesting that you just kind of make these analogies. Like, yeah, one step closer to the grave. You know. Yeah. It's, it's like <laughs> thinks that way well dude here's the thing to, to steal a neely phrase here's the thing yes why worry about it it's gonna happen every what? fucking ear that is listening right now is going to die so to me it's the stupidest thing in the world to worry about it's the stupidest thing to be afraid of it's the stupidest thing to be concerned about because it's gonna happen yeah well i agree but do you know anybody who worries about it Oh, you, that worry about? Yeah, I do know a lot of people that worry about it. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I know. Well, dude, first of all, I know a lot of people, and therefore, <laughs> you know, therefore, I do know a lot of people. But yeah, I, dude, I, I run into people all the time, especially as, as I get older. My older friends are all starting to talk about, you know, they're not necessarily talking about dying per se, but they're all mm -hmm. talking about, I got to make sure I got my will together and I got to make sure that I got my, you know, my finances for my kids ready and blah, 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 blah. The, the things which really say, yeah, I'm thinking about fucking dying. Yeah. Well, it's inevitable because, you know, again, you just kind of pointed it out there that uh, the older that you get, the, you know, the more, mm. you know, the likelihood of that happening. Like, like I, my dad, my dad's birthday was this week. He, he turned 93. Right. And, uh, you know, we had a good, probably a good hour chat on the phone, sure. uh, Tuesday, which was his birthday. And, you know, we just chit chatted about everything under the sun. Like we normally do, you know, whether it's politics or just what's going on with me personally, or, you know, how he's doing uh, right. the weather, you know, what, whatever it was, it was just all kinds of stuff. And he was just in good spirits and, you know, just seemed like like dad <laughs> dude your your dad's gonna die totally in his sleep that, that you live that long you die in your sleep is that you right don't, you, you don't die of some fucking disease or some shit like that yeah 
you know, he's 20 years past having clogged arteries. He's fucking 30 years past dying of being a fat ass. He's going to die of, <laughs> he's going to die of, I went to sleep and everything just said, that's enough. Yeah. He just it never woke up. Yeah. That's what's going to happen to you. I'm 93, dude. Talk about getting it all in plus some, holy yeah. shit. Well, he's, he's lived a good life. You know, the, the guy, uh, the guy is a, you know, a saint, you know, uh, comparatively when, when you think about, uh, you know, the way people conduct themselves, you know, sure. doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, never heard him curse once in my life, you know, yeah. always worked hard, always did the right thing, always provided for the family, always was responsible, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kept, you know, always kept, uh, you know, he never, I, he was in a carouser. You know, he was married twice for a very yeah. long time. He was married to my mom for 35 years. He was married to his second wife for 25 years. Yeah. You know? And uh, he outlived both of them. Dude, he's so old. He can probably remember the depression. Well, uh, he was born in the depression. Yeah. What, what was he born? 29. 20, he's born in 29. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so he was about, he was, did he go to the war? He was right about the age. He went to Korea. Oh, he went to Korea. Okay. In the fifties. In yeah. 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 Wow. Look at and that. He, and the only reason he was in the army was just to get away from home. He, yeah. he joined the army uh, before he was 18. I think he was enlisted like at 17, Sounds you know, and that, and that was just his ticket out away from home. He, uh, he was uh, brought up uh, in Southern Kentucky down in the coal, coal country. Okay. Out, down in the hills. And I mean, it's even to this day, when I took a ride down there, I'd never, I had never been down there to just kind of explore around. Sure. And uh, I went down there when I met our good friend, Greg Napier from the rock mm -hmm. show. Yeah. Yeah. That was, boy, that was six years, years ago. ago. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago. It was like six years ago or so. Right. And uh, I took a ride down there and boy, you talk about redneck Haven down there. Holy shit. Dude, you don't have to tell me. My ex-wife was from there. Hi, I ventured there once. <laughs> well, remember, remember we were doing the show about going to Whitesburg. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where I went to Whitesburg, and it was what's just, up like, in Whitesburg. I remember. Oh that yeah, I was like, holy shit! You know that was that was an eye opener just to see all these houses built way up in the ridge, uh, mm -hmm. way you know, way up on the side of a of a mountain cliff. You know, and sure. Like that, you know, and it a lot of lot of cabins look like the Beverly Hillbillies, dude. You know? when, the <laughs> one time that I went to my my ex wife's town where she is from, she is from a little town. I mean, little town, and I swear to God, it was fucking Mayberry RFD, man. <laughs> it was there was one cross section in the whole town. The whole town was one cross section of roads, maybe eight businesses at the cross section and then it just drove back out into farmland and then yeah, you just kept on driving and ran into houses and shit yeah that sounds kind of kind of familiar the the landscape that i uh encountered but man it was it was definitely a different uh environment down there for sure oh yeah yeah it's a different world that they're living in down there that's for damn sure <laughs> but uh he always knew that uh he wanted to escape that and uh you know, his, his way out was to join the army and he ended up going to Korea. And, uh, once he got out of Korea, he landed in Chicago right. and then went to uh, Lincoln tech and, and got a technical degree in automotive diesel. Okay. And, uh, 
uh, got into the uh, trucking industry and that's what he did, you know, all his life for as far as uh, his work was concerned, you know. Right. Yeah. And made the most of it, obviously. <clears throat> well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you know, the guy, you know, the guy was always enterprising. He, uh, you know, he, oh, the one thing he was telling me on when we were talking about uh, when he started investing in stocks, mm-hmm. he started investing in stocks way back in the 60s. Okay. And, and his first stock that he uh, invested in was 3M. Okay. Wow. And uh, he says he still has that stock today. Wow. That's probably worth what? A couple bucks? <laughs> a couple of dollars. Yeah. A couple of dollars considering <laughs> that 3M became what? They made tape. They made computers. They made, yeah. you know, every kind of computer medium they made. I think they still make like thumb drives and shit, don't they? I, I you know, I'm sure they've diversified into a lot of different areas, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he said that was his first stock and he sure. still owns it today, you know, because it was that was his first one. And, you know, he got into all kinds of other stocks and things. So, you know, he did that. And then uh, he always wanted to keep uh, bees. And uh, he started keeping bees back in like 72. Dude, what? One of these days, we got to get your old man on the show. <laughs> what the fuck possesses a, a a human being, any human being, to say, you know what? These fuckers travel in packs and just fucking suck. I think I'll raise them. <laughs> well, that's not how bees act, but <laughs> bees are terrible. Bees oh, are the worst. Hear the horror stories. Honeybees aren't like that. It's funny because, because, you know, growing up, I, I learned a lot about bees when, you know, being around my dad and the fact that he was involved with that in a good part of my, you know, youth. So, so I know quite a bit about it, you know, just, just from learning that kind right. of stuff it never interests me enough to say, Hey, I want to keep some beehives, but I know enough about it to, to have an intelligent conversation about it though. Sure. You know, so, uh. You know, and then he got into birds and built bird houses and he just was into all kinds of na- natural stuff, nature, bees and birds and gardening. And, you know, he just did all kinds of things. So right. outside of work and outside of investing and outside of raising family and all that other stuff, he had all kinds of other things going on, which is what I attribute to his longevity today. The guy never stopped going, you know, still, still gets around the day just fine. You know, right. he. He doesn't uh, require any kind of assistance or anything. He just does his own thing. Well, good on him. Living the life, man. <laughs> I guess. You know, and he and he still doesn't get the show. You know, after Of course all, not. He doesn't get the show, but it's really funny. You know, he asks about it periodically and, you know, and it's always the same question. Are you still doing that show? Yeah, <laughs> that show, not not that your show, show not Yeah. <laughs> What do you get out of that? <laughs> dude, I get yeah, to talk to my good friend Chris. That's what yeah. I get out of it. Dude, I, I've just finished trying to explain it to people. I, I literally at this point, it's like just there's a million. If anybody asks me anything about them, like, look, there's a million episodes online. Just, <laughs> just tune in. Just, just check it. Just look up my name. And I'm not the dog guy. <laughs> That's really what I tell them. Look up my name. I'm not the dog guy. <laughs> anything else it'll give you a good idea right uh, that's too funny man but uh yeah i had a good talk with the old man uh, on that's tuesday cool. and you know uh, wished him a happy birthday and all that kind of good stuff so right. uh, hopefully i'll be able to get over that direction and you know 
visit with him again and, you know, sure. catch up and all that fun stuff. But, uh, I'm here today. I'm here to, today to talk about it. You're here today to talk about it. Who knows? Be, be way by way of Chris Aiken thought this might be the last show. It might be the very last show we ever do, dude. So let's make it a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, <laughs> uh, I think that since we came back this year, I think all the shows were pretty damn stellar, pretty strong. Yeah, I think so. We've done good. Yeah. And the, the video component has definitely, I think, uh, added a little, uh, fuel to the fire, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, dude, I love the video. I don't even, I, I, to the, at this point in time, and I know I'm not alone in this, but I don't even care about the fucking podcast anymore. <laughs> I, I know, I know there's people that, that use it every day for their, um, you know, like their commute and everything. And you know what? Good morning. If you're listening. But, um, you know, to, to be honest, I, I fucking couldn't care less. I just, at this point, I, I, I concentrate on the video. That's all I care well, about. I mean, but that's where it's at. That's what everybody's doing now. Yeah. I mean, it really, it really is, is a, a different animal now. And, and I love the fact that we can actually do like judge Aiken type shit and just, psh, there's a picture you know, and they can judge while we're judging instead of just kind of guessing that the chick is hot or homely or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but you know what, again, um, you know, even though this guy is a, is a left-wing lunatic douchebag now, but you gotta give Howard Stern a lot of credit for starting to do radio on, uh, on video way back in the nineties. Yeah. When he was the early part of the nineties on the E channel, the E channel. And that was such a great show. And it really wasn't. When you think about it, it really wasn't. It, it was this. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to give yeah. him credit that he was doing this almost 30 years ago. Yeah. It and it, all it was was this, and we loved it. We did. I, I loved it. I, I did too. I watched it every Friday night, and what was it on Friday and Saturday nights, or? I think it started that way, but then I think it was nightly on E. Yeah, I believe it was like a half hour or something. Yeah, it was a half hour or an hour. It, it was. It was only a a. a edited version obviously of the whole show but right but it was like the best portion of the daily show or something mm -hmm. like that and it, it was and again like you loved it loved yeah. watching it it's like you gotta tune in to howard stern yep yeah I, I i always watched it ex-wife be damned i was watching the fucking <laughs> e-show well, you know, and, and the and the other thing is is that uh you know you and i do this on like no budget yeah. And, and you, you got to know that that cost, you know, several million dollars a year. Oh yeah. To, to, do, to do it then because they actually had like, you know, studio cameras and, you know, broadcast equipment and sure. probably recorded it on some kind of actual tape. Well, and they just had a staff. Yeah. I mean, they always had a staff. They had the guy in the hallway that was always videotaping and, you know. And and putting it together, they had a they had engineers, you know, engineering it, putting it together. Engineer Scott, Scott yeah. the engineer. No, I, I'm talking about the video staff. Yeah, well, I understand, I get it, they, but they they had to have a whole crew to make yeah. this thing happen. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what you get when you get 18 minutes of commercials billing at 400 dollars every 30 seconds. You can sure. fucking afford those things, right? You know, but, but uh, hey, uh, looking back, I was just I was kind of reminiscing today about uh you know the the passage of time and you know where things have went from from where we started to where we are today to the the uh progression of um technology and 
how things used to be done, you know, expense wise as to what it costs today, which is basically almost free. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you have to buy a little bit of equipment, but not a whole lot. Nah. And, uh, you know, you set up a streaming service and you're you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you are. And you can do it all over the world now. I mean, things that even Howard Stern couldn't do. True. You know, I, I, I did a video conference with fucking Robin McCauley from Ireland this week. <laughs> you know, with my fucking computer and his computer. I'm chatting yeah. with Robin McCauley from Ireland. Yeah. I was like, look at this shit. <laughs> well, you know what? Then then you go back. If you start thinking about technology and stuff, remember the Jetsons? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember remember they had the TV screen and it pulled down and, and uh, they would have their video conference over the TV screen? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, what was that, the 60s? Yeah, it was the 60s. They saw yeah. it coming. Yeah, so they, they, were, they were video uh, conferencing back in the 60s yeah. on, via the, the Jetsons. Yeah, they could zoom back before there was zoom. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's just amazing, you know. I remember one episode of the Jetsons where uh, uh, what was it? what was the uh, wife's name? Was it was Judy was the daughter, right? Jane. Um, Jane was Jane the wife. his wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jane was the wife. Well, a video call was coming in, and she was she was still just got out of bed or something, and she was just a uh, you know a wreck. Right. And so she had a uh, she had a virtual face that she could put on, <laughs> you know, to where it's uh, they she called it her morning mess, right? And she could put on basically a mask that was a mask of her, and she could put it on over her face, nice, to cover up the fact that she wasn't made up yet for the day, right? <laughs> in order to do the video call, so she didn't right. look like a wreck on on the video screen. <laughs> right now, they call that a TikTok filter. <laughs> Yep. So we've come we've come a long way, baby. Yeah, we can, have. Can you name the cigarette commercial? You've come a long way, baby. Um, I'm gonna guess camel. I don't know. No, I believe it was Virginia Slim. Yeah, I don't remember cigarette. Cigarette commercials were banned about the time I started caring. That is true. Yeah, they, they were banned in the late sixties or very yeah. early seventies was when cigarette commercials were banned. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean I've seen them on youtube or whatever but yeah i don't remember the the you know strike out with a lucky strike you know (laughs) yeah they're healthy for you (laughs) recommended yeah doc nine of ten doctors recommend lucky strikes get the unfiltered (laughs) why breathe it through paper when you can get all of the natural gases right into your lungs exactly luckies yeah My dad used to smoke Luckies. I remember the first time I stole a cigarette and tried to smoke that. He was smoking Luckies unfiltered. Holy shit. I might as well have just took a blowtorch and lit it in my lung. <laughs> that shit was brutal. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would prefer some Chesterfields myself. <laughs> Chesterfields? <laughs> Didn't those come in like the flat pack too? Like 20, 20 individuals instead of like a smaller, thicker pack. I think something like that. I think they came in like the, the fold out, you know, yeah. like they do with gum now, which that's weird too. I always see that in the store or near the store. The last time I was at a store six years ago, you know, with the gum where they, they do the gum now in big long packs instead yeah, of a little exactly. short pack. Yep. You know, it's like, what happened? Why, <laughs> why would you go to a bigger pack? 
because it's it kind of gives it a uh a, a, kind of like a um it's a showpiece i guess hmm. it's less it's, convenient I, it's, though well i know it's less convenient but it's advertising because if you see somebody with that pack you can read it and see what it is yeah. have you ever <clears> done that have no. you ever the best i've always done is said hey you got a piece of gum yeah <laughs> okay cool thanks Give me a piece of gum, bitch. I just had a lucky strike. I need to clean my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I need to clean the tar off my tongue. Right. Oof. Yeah, luckies are brutal, man. Yep. Oof. So uh, anyway, I, I was uh, thinking about a little bit of that kind of stuff today about uh, where we are with the show and how, how it's going along and the fact that uh, the video component has really added a, a nice, uh, it's a nice, add to the show sure uh you know i get it i get it that's where everybody's at these days it's all it's all about video you you talk about any show out there whether it's uh rogan or louder with crowder or this show or you know anybody who's doing uh, any kind of something of note is doing right. video yeah no every, dude it, i mean it's taken over i mean as always we were we were on the top of the fucking we were ahead of the curve yeah. And then, uh, you know, same way with, uh, you know, our, our Anthony Cumia, you know, how he branched out and he was doing this back in what, 12, yeah. he started doing the live from the compound where he was doing his little, uh, rogue shows yeah, and evening shows and, at night. Yeah. And he felt like just kind of flipping on a camera and, you know, just doing some goofy shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, he was, he's, he was doing it all the way back, you know, before ONA broke up. That's yeah, it was like 10 to 2010. Yeah, somewhere in there. 2012, he started, you know, investing in video cameras and green screen stuff. And he was doing his doing it from his basement of his house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was way back then. Yeah. So he, he saw it coming. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, I, I ran into a old um it was a uh old O and A and they had Rogan on. And Rogan, this was before he started doing his, and man, I can't believe Ro Rogan's been doing his thing for about 10 years now already. Oh yeah, of course. You yeah. know, and uh, again, he gives credit to uh, Anthony for, you know, inspiring him to start his own podcast, video podcast, which right. look what, look what that's netted him today. Five years for a hundred million. Yeah. Well, it made him some coin. That's for damn sure. <laughs> just, just for sitting there interviewing people. So, yeah, but again, he's Joe Rogan, Mr. MMA uh, announcer and fear factor guy and news radio guy. And, you know, all, all the things that he was already, he was involved with that allowed him to have some name recognition and sure, you know, he just piggybacked off of that and look, look what he's doing today. Just all he has to do is show up at his studio, probably in his house or a wing of his house in Texas. Yeah. And uh, have guests come in and sit there and yap at him for three hours and collect yeah. his paycheck. That's a long fucking time, though. Three hours? That is a long fucking time. We do it for six. Yeah, but we take breaks. Yeah, but, you know, three hours. We, we've we gone on Jags where we've gone close to two. and it's Yeah, like, I, I get that. It's like two hours have gone by. Holy shit. I get it. But three every <laughs> day, non, you know, no breaks for three straight every day, man. I mean, look, the money's great. That first check had to feel fucking awesome. <laughs> but man, that second week when it's like, oh man, I'm talking to this fucking boring ass goddamn doctor, this physician, you know, or whatever. It'd be like, oh, three fucking hours. 
I mean, dude, you know, think about think about when we've had bad interviews and we dump out of them at like 12 fucking minutes. Can you imagine yeah. being stuck with that guy for three fucking hours? <laughs> well, again, that, uh, you know, that just goes to show you the talent of being able to, you know, keep something like that going, you know, but mm -hmm. for, for that kind of coin. I'll, I'll suffer the three hours. Well, I would suffer it too, but <laughs> the the thing is, is you got to somehow, I, I know I would do it for the five years and I'd be done. I can tell you that now, if, if, if we got a hundred million, I would do the five years and I'd be like, out, see it. Well, yeah, you would do, you would do the five years. And then just as a pet project, if you wanted to do something just for fun, you would just <laughs> you didn't have to do it consistently. You just like put, have a channel out there and you'd upload something whenever you felt like it never to be heard from again really oh yeah i would totally let the mystery of chris aiken <laughs> be there i would be done yeah well i mean you got that kind of money i mean there's nothing you can't do yeah you know you you could if you felt like traveling if you felt like living in an exotic location if you felt like buying your own island and never seeing speaking to another person again you could do that if you now want. we're talking now we're talking <laughs> be, dead for three, be dead for like six months before they find just the rotted away bones yeah. <laughs> that sounds good yeah you leave your little you leave your little insignia there like kilroy chris aiken was here that's right <laughs> i was here that's it yeah so Anyway, I, I, I enjoy coming in here every week and doing this. I, I look forward to it, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a lot of fun for me. And it's, it's just, you know, some of the stuff a, a couple of weeks ago, you and I really got into a real jag when we were really digging deep at each other, you know, about, uh, our, our psyche about what, oh. we're, what we're about. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. and, and, and your analytical view of me and vice versa. Oh yeah. That was fun. <laughs> That was a good segment. I enjoyed that quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> well, if we were both the same, the show would stink. Well, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, we're we're similar, but but we have totally different viewpoints on a lot of things. So Yeah, I mean, we have, you know, we have a couple of things we agree on. And it's not, not a, it's not a right or wrong thing. It's just like this is what this is what works for me. Yeah, and and the one thing that we are the same on is we're not a bunch of fucking koofy faggots that are just like, well, you don't think the way I do, so fuck uh, you. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you think the way that I do. I never yeah. did. Never I mean, did. Look, and, and at least we're both reasonable enough to understand ourselves. That's the big thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I'm a fucking psycho. I know it. Psycho? Yeah, I, oh, I, yeah. I never, I never thought of you as a psycho. I know I'd done shit that people would fucking never, never do. All the fighting, all the fucking crazy well, running I, I around. And that, I mean, I don't look at that as being a psycho. I look at that as having some some deep seated anger issues at times, or or yeah. used to. It used to rear yeah, it used to. a lot more. Yeah, now I'm not. Now it ain't so bad. But I mean, yeah. just all the shit, drinking myself fucking to, into <laughs> insanity, and you know, just just different shit that I've been known to do. You know, I, I look at it as as a little bit crazy, and I get it, and that's fine. You know, I mean, that's that's how I've chosen to live. You know, I I could stop that if I wanted to, probably, maybe. <laughs> you know, I mean, I have for the most part. I don't do shit now. I sit around and work. <laughs> you know, but 
But the thing is, is that you found a niche that even though you, you work your fingers to the bone, you know, hours at a time, uh, you, you find it satisfying at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of, I guess (laughs) (laughs) I never find, I never find enough. That's the whole thing. Always thing you, you do. Otherwise you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, there's that, but I'm always, always digging for something else. Always, you know, it's, it's, I got approached about doing yet another show and I may do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just because somebody approached me to do something and I'm like, "Mm, well, you know, and they, and they immediately were talking up front about dollars. I was like, Ooh, money to do this. Yes, please. Ailey Kill, caller, you're on the air. Hi, Ailey Kill. So I'm looking for the official word. So um, I, I do listen to the podcast every week. And as you were just talking about, Chris doesn't really care about the podcast anymore. So, and I did notice this week that it didn't seem like a lot of segments were going up to the podcast. So does that mean that, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't worry me, but it, does that mean that I shouldn't, I shouldn't be hoping for podcast stuff? Tim, there, there, there's podcasts. There was podcasts every day. Yeah, but not, not CMS stuff. Yeah, there was. Yes, there was. We did five segments last week, Tim. You should have got five, four segments, four of the five. And since you're a member, you would have got all five segments. You would have got Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday through the, the normal stream that you always got. And Wednesday is in the um, locals. Yeah, it's just maybe there's something wrong with my feed. Anyway, yeah, there's something wrong with you, Tim. Fine. I'm afraid to tell you, but there's something wrong with you. And and when Chris yeah, well, we, and when Chris says he doesn't care about the podcast, he doesn't mean he doesn't care that he's not going to upload it. He means it's not a priority as far as watching numbers and caring if people yeah. subscribe to the podcast. The podcast's going to be there. His focus is not on looking at the numbers or caring about growing the podcast. It's all about the video cast. That's yeah. what, that's what he means by that. Yeah, well, I, ha- I have to admit, I'm not I'm not such a huge fan of Aftershocks, but I'm a huge fan of Chris Aiken Presents and the Classic Metal Show. So, okay, well, Tim, that's that's why there's a choice out there. Everybody has their preference. That's right, and Ailey Kill. <laughs> like, what was he talking about? I publish them every fucking day. Tim's often in his own little world. He's had- yeah. <laughs> What are you doing, Tim? They're up every day. Yeah. If you're subscribed to our, just the the regular, the anchor or whatever you use for podcasts, you're getting a shit ton of fucking podcasts. Yeah, you're getting a ton of content. You're getting, you know, like two hours a day. Every day. (laughs) You know, that's a lot. Yeah. So, you know. But wake up, Tim. I think if you look at your feed again, you'll see that they're there every day. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, he just kind of misunderstood what you meant by you don't care about the podcast. The podcast right. is gonna be there because, you know, obviously the audio portion of this show comes with the video and it's just a matter of, you know, uploading the video and the and the audio. Right. That's it. It's gonna be yeah. there. Yeah. I mean that's and you're exactly right. It's it's. I just don't look at the numbers. I don't give a shit about the. Oh look, we did twenty two thousand downloads this week or what? I don't give a shit. 
you know, I, I couldn't, I could not care less about, yeah. uh, about that. I just, um, you know, I, I look at the, the two things I look at are really rumble and bit shoot. Those are the two things I care about. You know, I, I want to make sure that we're, we're having, cause I'm, I, I do watch the YouTube channel, which we're not really on. I mean, I do pop about 10 minutes of highlights onto YouTube. Well, it's a, it's a good advertising piece yeah. to try to draw people from the YouTube over to rumble to right. actually see the full episode. Yeah. But we're, we're like shadow band or whatever. Anyway, the whole channel is, you know, I, and I can watch it. I can watch that. We're at, we're at like 6,840 people like that are subscribed to it. And I'll watch it and it'll say, oh, look, now we're at like 6,849. Like we'll gain nine people in a day. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow we'll lose eight people. You know, it's like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, I do. When is the last time you unsubscribed from a fucking YouTube channel? You don't. You don't. No one does. Nobody unsubscribes. If you don't care about it anymore, you just ignore it. Yeah, you just, I, I mean, I get it if you just really don't want it in your feed, you know, and I get that there may be some, but we have stayed at 6,840. We've <laughs> gone up and down for about four months. Yeah. And you can't tell me that this show that's doing, you know, that does, you know, however many thousands of plays on, on every other video platform is uh, can't gain one fucking new user on YouTube. Yeah. You know, when it's pub when it's publishing interviews with with every rock star known to man, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Except we're shadow banned. Yeah. You know, meanwhile we gained 110 uh subscribers on Rumble last month. We gained 70 subscribers on fucking BitChute last month. So on those we gained, you know, whatever what's that 200 subscribers but we gained one on youtube get the <laughs> fuck out of here so stupid well again that's it's just it's just a good thing that an alternative has come you know come down the pike that's reliable uh you know outside of youtube right you know i saw i you know i kicked you over the link yesterday i saw that our good friend jericho green was doing a live stream last night he was doing a whole live yeah. stream thing where he was just commenting and answering questions and stuff. I watched it for maybe 10 minutes or so. Right. I, you know? I, I, I watched a little bit, but I just like, oh, Jericho, you're on YouTube. Stop it. <laughs> well, again, you know, he made his bones on YouTube and it's going to be a little while to wean off of that and, and, you know, mm -hmm. make some revenue from other, you know, from other outlets. And, and I get why he does what he does. I get why anybody does what they do over there, you know, cause yeah. if they built an audience and, uh, you know, they aren't, uh, you know, uh, demonetized. They, they can make a couple of bucks over there. Yeah, no, I get it. I just am like, man, eventually they're going to kill him. True. Eventually, eventually they're going to kill his channel and he is going to be fucked. Yeah. That's, that's why he had to diversify bitches. Yeah, that's it. That's why you got to do other shit. Mm -hmm. So again, uh, I'm, I'm pleased the way that, uh, rumble has been coming along and the fact that, uh, you know, we're, we're on there and nobody's blowing us any shit over there at rumble uh -uh. yet. No. And I hope that it always remains to be the case as long as we do this. Yeah. And if they don't, then we've got the other avenues. <laughs> yeah, just gotta move on to the next thing. 
That's why that's why I maintain the three. That's why I maintain BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble. It's like mm-hmm. I'll keep them all up there, and there's there's gonna be some place we we're at. There just is going to be, and there's others that I can try too. There's Brady on and all kinds of other shit out there. I just, there's only so many hours in the day yeah, you know, true. To, to do this shit. Yep. So, you know, remember, yeah. remember, remember that, uh, uh, a couple of years ago, that one girl who, uh, what, what was it that she was doing? Uh, uh, was she on, um, Instagram, she wanted to be an Instagram star and they took her channel down and she was all broken up about it and crying and stuff. And she actually went to their corporate headquarters and. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) I wanted to be an Instagram star. They took my channel down. (laughs) People are just fucking ridiculous with their bullshit. And I was making my money on that. And now I'm not making any money. And how am I supposed to live? And it's like, get a job. Yeah, the same way everybody else does, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna she, try, I wanted to make, you know, I, I made X amount of dollars and you know, now I don't have that income stream and now what am I gonna do? And they took my livelihood away and it's just not fair. Well, you better start flicking your bean on OnlyFans because that's all that's left. <laughs> have you have you checked out OnlyFans since we're talking about you know social media and stuff? I mean I, I, haven't, I, I haven't, you know, I know what it is. I've never looked at it, but do, do, some people can make a killing over there. Yeah. Yeah, they can. I don't know how I, you know, I've, I've checked out a couple that are, this will sure, probably surprise you. I've checked out mostly stuff. That's not like fucking girls diddling themselves. <laughs> okay. Like regular, like wrestling people and stuff. Like there's a lot of the wrestling people that have only fans and, and I and I'll check out their channels, but I'm not paying for I'm not paying for 15 minutes of conversation. That's just the same shit that I'll see on TV. Yeah, you know they they come on and they're just like, oh, what's up, everybody? It's so good to see you. Okay, now what? You know, <laughs> you know, you know if they if they do something now that that might be something cool. Like, but most of them don't. So, not a huge I. I I don't know. There's so much free porn out there that I don't understand why people are going to fucking, I don't know why anybody would go to, unless it was somebody you just absolutely had a crush on. Or, or or obviously they tailor their activities to a person's desire or wish or whatever, because they threw them some coin and they go, well, you know, Joe from bumfuck Egypt wanted to see me do this. Yeah, now that I can see, I'd pay a couple bucks for that maybe, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would sit through all the other shit to get to that. Like, I, I don't know, that that's what I don't understand is how they get the casual person mm-hmm. to pay and then pay more as like a, a requester or whatever. Well, but but that goes back to that chick that we covered, that Delphine chick, that yeah. Belle Delphine or whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. Or where she was dressing up in little outfits or wearing cat ears or, you know, drinking her bath, you sending out her bath water. And shit. Right. Yeah. And she just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Well, she I mean, fucking went to hell and then she was done. Yeah. But, but I don't know what kind of money she made before it was over. Probably not a ton. I mean, I don't know. They were the, the way that they were making it out is that she was really raking it in, you know? 
Well, I don't know. She may have been. She may not have been. I I have no idea. Dude, the media wants people to be fucking sitting at home making videos, so it would shock me none if she really wasn't making a ton. And what's she going to say? No, I'm not making money. Yeah. You know, she's going to lie and say, oh, I'm making tons of money. You should give me some, too. (laughs) Is she still around? I mean, is she just can look her up see see if she's around anymore. What's her name? I think it's Belle Delphine. Is it B-E-L-L-E, Belle Delphine or something like that? She's still alive. She's 22. Um, Internet celebrity. Um, I think her her days of making good coin are dead, though, because there's here's a the life and death of an online empire. That's yeah, the that's first video that comes up. So I think she's pretty much. Oh, here we go. What happened to Belle Delphine and where is she now? That yeah, sounds like what we're looking for. Yep. Let's see. Chromie tab. But she uh, was she was making all kinds of internet headlines with her yeah, goofy shit that she did. Let's see. Uh, Star once maintained a booming Instagram platform with masses of followers. Ba 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 ba. After being restricted from posting, Delphine then seemed to take a short break, blah, blah, blah. However, she left social media a second time. So she's back and forth on and off. Yeah, she got banned, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Again, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Maybe when I was 20, I'd throw a couple bucks at that. But Well, well the, she captured the guys who like the... Uh... What do they call that? Is it anime? Yeah, it kind yeah, of. She, 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 she looks, looks, she looks, looks like, a, like a cartoon character or something. Quite honestly, she looks like a like a pretty decent fuck doll is what she looks like. <laughs> she lo- I mean, look at her face. It looks plastic like a fuck doll. I know. You know, and I can see just kind of propping them lips open, sticking my dick in there and letting them <laughs> pop on there. Fucking that, that head. <laughs> I can see that, but but so remember, remember, guys were sending her thousands of dollars to do certain things. You know, it's just like crazy. Well, guys are stupid. Well, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I agree, and and I think at the point we were discussing these kids, you know, young young guys who stay at home and basically live in their parents' basement. It's like, well, what are they doing for money? Where where do they get their money? From their dads. I guess. Belle Delphine still has over 2 million subscribers on her YouTube channel. That was also mostly recently updated with content in February of 2021. So she hasn't updated it in a year. Yeah. So, yeah, it's over. Hmm? I hope she banked some. <laughs> That's That was kind of my point. I was just, you know, I, I would think that she made some money. Well, she probably did. It's probably all gone, though. Yeah. There's probably some fucking internet guy behind her that took all the money, left her with fucking 40 bucks. <laughs> that's probably the case. You know, that's what happened. She has like $40 left. No, yeah. no. Now she's working the street corners. No. <laughs> so funny. Just the, the rise and the fall of the mighty. They just, yep. that's, well, again, it's the old David Lee Roth. Here today, gone later today. <laughs> yeah, and she was gone. She was gone that afternoon, I think. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> wow. Oh, well. 
hey, I'm I'm glad I'm just glad we're consistent and we don't uh, sit here and rely on this to make some kind of money or hope to make some money because it's just uh yes you, know, you guys do five dollars a month. <laughs> I just know that uh, you know um, we would have been gone a long time ago if if that was the case. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is just a fuck around for us yeah, now. It's fun. It's just fun for me, but uh, glad, glad, glad everybody who tunes in, tunes in. So happy about that. Welcome, friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, aside from our ramblings, uh, I didn't really chat at you all week. So so what's been keeping you uh, busy this week? Uh, Work, just like real work for a change. (laughs) You know, I actually had to. I actually had to dig in and do worky work this week. I had to work uh, quite a bit on Pinball PA, quite a bit on Ink and IT this week. It was a uh, busy, workable type of a week. And then there was other, you know, the other nonsense, all the all the other 15 podcasts, you know, doing all that shit. And, um, you know, just watching some TV. I watched some some good shit so that I would have something to talk about next week on Chris Aiken presents. <laughs> and I shared one with you and then I well, started watching another one today. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely talk about the one you shared with me yeah. last time because I watched the four episodes and you hate some, you hate those people. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. These, these people just need to be wiped off the earth. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that one after I watched another one, dude. I am, I know it's just, I know it's just the society we're in and I know there's gotta be a level of just accepting it. I cannot believe the number of people that are getting scammed oh. by other people now. Yeah, I know I, I had the exact same thought, dude. So I started watching another one uh, and this is one that you wouldn't watch cause it's a uh, acting on true to life. Okay. You know, it, it's, um, it's called invent inventing Anna on Netflix. Okay. And, uh, it, it has Julia Garner in it, who she's, she's Ruth on Ozark. Okay. And they actually made her look pretty fucking sexy. I will give her that. They really <laughs> sexy. She's kind of, she's kind of a troll on, on Ozark, but she looks pretty fucking sexy with long fucking blonde hair. Not bad, but. This was based on a true story as well. And she's another, she's just like the Tinder swindler. Only she was, she was a a high society swindler. Mm -hmm. She had nothing, nothing. And she found her way into high society and big finance in New York and swindled millions of dollars out of all kinds of people. Yeah. And then ended up, you know, she got caught and ended up in jail and stuff. And I, I'm not to the end of it yet, so I don't know how it all turns out. But, but um, you know, just another one. And I'm just like, you know, the thought has been up until, for me, up until the last month or so, that these swindles all happened to old people. Mm-hmm. That it was old people getting the call that says, hey, we're from the social security department and your social security number has been suspended. Give us your number so we can check it. Yeah. So you we know? can reenact it or something. Yeah. yeah. And then the old person goes, okay, it's three, six, two, <laughs> you know, you know, you, you, 
you think of it as at least I've always thought of it like the Nigerian shit and all that stuff. I've always thought of it as like, this is shit that old people fall for. Right. Right. Well, it, it, it preys on the ignorant. Well, and that's a good way to put it because everybody that's having it happen to them now are the ignorant. Mm -hmm. And it starts with birdie Madoff, and it goes right up to, to Tinder swindler and, and this, this Anna, inventing Anna, Anna Soradon or Anna DeVe, DeVe, whatever her name is. Um, you know, they just prey on people that think they're smart, but they're stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, even the show that we're going to talk about later. Yeah. That lady seemed like she might be smart, except she was dumb as a stump. Yeah. Right. I mean, she was I, dumb. She, she got sucked in. And then just was like, I know it's fucked up, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. <laughs> like, what the hell? But you know, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just astounded at the, is somebody that I barely knew, barely knew said, Hey, I need you to give me 10 grand. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know, how long would you have to know somebody before you would loan them $10,000 years? It, it, I'm thinking decade. Yeah. Decade or longer. Yeah. Somebody, somebody that I know their real track record as a person. And if it, if, and I knew it was a good risk to mm -hmm. that, that, I know this person as a person and know that if I, you know, float them that kind of money, I'm going to get it back. Yeah. I, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to get it back. That's, that's how I am. I, I'm like, I mean, I'll loan people money here and there. I'm, I've really kind of pulled that in a little bit because I have, tens of thousands of dollars that I'm never going to get back. But, but, um, 10 G's or more fuck that. And, and on some of these shows where they're talking about, well, I went and got money from investors and I got $500,000 and I sent it to this dude or what it's like, what the, <laughs> what, you know, and he's in the, and, and this is another one that's killing me on these shows. All these guys are saying that they're involved in secret agent man yeah, shit. Yeah, they're they're all they're all black ops people. Or they're, they're all black ops. Undercover. Everybody's undercover. I'll t I am fifty three years old. What are you? Fifty eight. Fifty eight. How many people have you run in? And I'm going to be even more clear with me. I was one of those guys. I was an intelligence analyst in the military. So I was in the Intel world. And as somebody that was in the Intel world, and I'll ask you to answer the same question in a second, Neely. I can tell you that once I got out of the military, I've encountered exactly zero people <laughs> that were ever in black ops and are currently in the Intel world or in black ops. Now, how many of you encountered at 58? I encountered a total of zero. Zero. Right. <laughs> These dumb chicks, what are they thinking? Oh, they're thinking bad boy exciting. Mm -hmm. That's what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. They're just stupid. Yeah. Anybody tells you that they're a secret agent, first of all, they're not allowed to tell you that they're a secret agent. That alone should be your first clue. If they tell you that they're a secret agent, that is a, that's your first clue. They're not because they're not allowed to tell you that. Yeah. Fucking morons. <laughs> oh, it, it just reminds me of that goof that I did on my, my neighbor lady. 
uh, I told that story a while back where um, I was out getting my mail and the old lady who used to live next door to me, she was walking up the sidewalk and she says, I haven't seen you in a year. Right. And I said, well, I'm surprised that you you were able to see me now. I said, because I'm undercover. <laughs> and then as I got in my garage and the garage door was coming down, I said, forget you ever saw me. <laughs> <laughs> and she ran into her house freaking out. Now she doesn't live there anymore. Yeah, told her old man, we're moving. <laughs> and they did. This guy's <laughs> a fucking scary guy. We're moving. Yeah, black ops. <laughs> Please. Dummies. Dumb. People are so dumb. I agree. Ugh. So but yeah, that's what I did all week was watched watched a bunch of bunch of TV and worked and listened to a bunch of new music, and that's about it, really. That's cool. All right. Nothing fun. Nothing yeah. great fun anyway. Well enjoyed so the weather. I will I say that. I started doing my regimen, got out and started doing my miles. So I, I got out three times this week already. So uh, looking forward to uh, better weather. So in the longer days, the, at least it stays light by the time I get home. So I've been out on the trail doing uh, doing my miles. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Um, I uh, I definitely just uh, me, even me. I got outside a couple of days this week oh, and just out. Kinda... Did you wear your mask? Did uh, you wear yeah, your mask? sure did. Dude. <laughs> I'm telling I saw a lady <laughs> on a bike on my street wearing a mask. Yeah. By herself. Wasn't even yeah. riding with her kids or nothing. She's riding a bike by herself with a mask on. Right. I was like, you are a fucking idiot. Yeah. I, I got stopped by a train today at a I w I had to get out on the I was at a crossroad before a train track. So all the all the cars were backed up at the train track. So I couldn't turn left. I had to wait till the train clear. Right. And the, the lady directly across from me sitting, waiting for the train to, to pass. Yeah. She was in her car alone with a mask on. <laughs> Windows rolled up, doors locked. <laughs> I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? You're sitting right. in traffic, waiting for the train to pass, wearing a mask, driving your car by yourself. Uh, I bet you if you looked on her on her passenger seat, she had a roll of tape there that she taped up her doors so that no air could get through either through the cracks. That's so stupid. Fucking morons. <laughs> so dumb. And I had fucking COVID and I can't see being that fucking scared. I know. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, now I see, did I see right that now there's a new strain that they're yeah, talking about? That. Yes. It's spreading yeah. rapidly in New Jersey or some yeah. shit. Fuck off. Ugh. Fuck off. COVID's over. I agree. COVID is done. We're mm. done with that shit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a short break. All right. We'll come back. Uh, you passed a um, a new album on to me, Axel Rudy Pell. Yes, sir. And uh, I thought that I would play a, a song that's uh, very um, appropriate for this uh, discussion here. Yeah, um, actually, before you play that real quick, I just want to tell you, we actually, Matt and I, for Aftershocks, we've been doing this thing called Tremors, which is kind of the business side of things, and we did one this week with Johnny Gioelli from from, um, Pell, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to, I'm just giving, you know me, I don't really love to promote my own shit, but when this thing comes out, I think it's in two weeks, it's something I think those 
those that are fans of wanting to know the back end of the business will love because we talked about the necessity of guys today to have multiple bands as well as the importance of gaming like because johnny's a fucking monster in the game yeah. world. yeah you know and he was telling us great stories about how he got into the gaming world and you know how his band crush 40 is received and he he was like you know he he told us what and i'll just share one little quick thing but he told us this will tell you how fun this conversation was when hardline signed their big contract their mm -hmm. their giant contract before hot sherry they signed for 8.5 million dollars really wow 8.5 million dollars was that on the strength of uh, neil sean probably yeah. had to be i mean he's a journey for god's sakes the journey was huge yeah. at that well, point that, well that's kind of my point yeah i mean it had to be but he told me that the gaming thing has like beaten that money tenfold by being involved in the gaming world well yeah i mean gaming's massive yeah but he doesn't own anything he's just he's just the music yeah, well, I, but again, the music plays a big part of it. It's it's it just like, it's just like buying a CD or a DVD or getting into a movie or you know getting your on a soundtrack. Yeah, I get it, but it's still when he said tenfold, I thought eighty five million dollars, and I was like, God damn it! I was like, Bro, let me cut your grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, wow, that's a lot of cake. Well, you get a you get a popular game, you know, like uh, Halo or or you know. Well, he uh, and, and he was he was Call of he, Duty or something like that. And every game that they sell or every time that somebody plays that game, there's a royalty. I would imagine. Well, and, and he's that guy. I mean, he's got the he did the music for the Sonic the Hedgehog games. All right. And, You've obviously heard of, even you've heard of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, my sister had that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, if you heard the music, Johnny Johnny made it. Yeah, well, there you are. You know, he did all that in the Crash Bandicoot series, which yeah. is like I think the biggest seller ever mm -hmm. up at, up until like now. Like with I'm sure GTA or Call of Duty's probably passed it, but but for years that was the big one was Crash Bandicoot or Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, and it's like, it just was a fascinating discussion. I think, I think people that like the insider business, we didn't really talk much about, about like Axel Rudy Pell or anything Well, we're, we're going to do that next month or whatever, when the press, the actual press run starts, but mm -hmm. great, great chat with Johnny. And I think everybody will dig it. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, the new Pell is awesome too. So that doesn't okay. suck. All right. Well, since we were talking about uh, people in their masks, Everybody's just looking to survive. So here's a new tune from Axel Rudy Pell. Uh, the new release is called, what is it called? Lost XXIII. Yeah. So uh, here it is. It's for those of you who are afraid of dying and wear your mask in your car. It's uh, Axel Rudy Pell with Survive exclusively here on your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. 
Fuck you, pal. And hand job.